Welcome to the WealthStream Podcast. The team at Hightower Great Lakes share their insights and passions for empowering their clients to live their best life. In this energetic podcast, we will take you on a journey to help you navigate your financial future, overcome life's challenges to reach your financial goals, and find the financial clarity you've been searching for. Let's explore the downstream impact of your wealth and what it means to you, your family, and your community to live greater. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Stream Podcast with your host, Tim Skinnell. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hi, Tim. How are you today? I'm good, Wendy. How about yourself? Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. So what are we talking about today? So in the past, I've talked a lot in our podcast about, you know, what I think is our unique wealth management process as fiduciaries, where we offer advanced planning, like wealth transfer, protection, wealth, charitable giving, wealth enhancement. Today, what I really wanted to talk about was um, something that we've worked with clients with with wealth protection and enhancement, ways to basically protect the wealth of a business owner. Also through tax planning, estate planning, enhance um, what they're able to live off of and transfer. And really it all comes down to kind of a topic I've talked about in the past, which is the team, creating this professional team. We we do this all the time. We do this every day. Uh, we're certainly not experts in all areas. So one of the things we always try to do with our clients is get them to kind of make sure that they have the right CPAs, attorneys, other advisors on their team when they're ready to, you know, do this kind of work. And I actually had, for the listener, you could go back to way back, but podcast uh, episode 15 and 16, which is back in 2019, which is surprising that I can't believe we've been doing this as long, wow. but where we talked about this virtual family office that we like to create. So for not to get too into that, but just for reference, that's really kind of what we're talking about today. And specifically, I want to give credit to um, a consultant that I've worked with who's amazing. Her name's Lori Barkman. Uh, she goes by the Business Transition Sherpa, you know, so you could find her by Googling that. And um, I recently was a guest on her podcast. I recently actually read her book and passed her book to a couple of clients. And she has really become part of the virtual family office for several of my clients. So I want to talk about kind of a process that uh, she follows, and this is really more of a teaser or introduction, kind of a maybe a 101 class uh, for, you know, what what we call strategic business planning, or what she calls that also, um, because I I plan to have her on on as a guest in sometime in August or September to kind of get into more detail with it. But and I and actually did have her as a guest uh, way back when in 2001. It was podcast number 75. Um, but I just wanted to have her again because she's really doing a lot of great things. Well, and I'm looking forward to hearing more from her. Yeah, so I thought I would dive in and just kind of not be too dry today because I tend to do that, but just talk generally about, you know, what strategic business planning is and why business owners out there should be thinking about it. And it's really, whether you're considering transitioning out of your business now or next year or et cetera, I mean, nobody gets out of here alive. So exit planning is inevitable at some point, Wendy. And we're just trying to make sure that when that, that business owners, our clients and other people can do it at their own time frame. And it's just a lot of work. So they so the strategic planning process really is a long-term process. Sometimes it could take as many as one to two years. There's a lot of time investment, um, especially if you hire a consultant like Lori, but it's well worth it 
because um, you've probably heard or read a book, Lori called uh, Wendy, sorry, Wendy called uh, E-Myth. But one of the things about E-Myth they talk about is, you know, as a business owner stepping back and from the daily operations of working in the business and really schedule time to look at on or work on the business. And this is really what we're talking about. All right. This sounds um, complicated, but doable. So yeah, let's no, for sure. It. Yeah. <laughs> And it's broken down really, and I'll just go through these briefly just to give the listener kind of an idea of what's involved. And again, when we have that interview with Lori, um, I think she'll dive into more details and what some of the areas are more critical than others. But the first step, like we do for all of our clients when we're putting together wealth management plans is we just call it discovery. And it, it really involves taking time, setting aside at least a couple hours up front and then maybe a few meetings after that to really dive deep into really the, the business. Is it their baby? Is it their, are they emotionally invested? What are their motives to exit? You know, we've talked about that on a couple of different podcasts because if your motivation is you're bored, you're burnt out, you're looking to do something different, your, your health, et cetera, there's a lot of different reasons for motivation or motivating to exit and that determines kind of the price, but it also determines, you know, the process. So the first is really going through this discovery process with the business owner. And it's really all about listening, all about understanding really what motivates the, um, the person to get out. Okay. So this is something that you have to really put some thought into before you start discussing it. Yeah. It, it's really, it's an emotional process because you can imagine if you've created this business, it's it's something that's very important to you um, and it's provided your livelihood and it should be able to provide your financial independence going forward once you hit your freedom point. Um, it's it's a it's a very emotional, tiring process, but we always try to do that first because um, it's important to know where you want to go and why before you really dive into things like that, the, mm -hmm. the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So you need to be ready and you have to have the right reasons and then you can move forward from there. Exactly. And that gets to the second second step, which is we call it personal readiness. And this is really where I had done a couple of podcasts in the past, one where I interviewed, there's a two-part interview with Stuart McMillan. Is he talked about how he exited his business. Um, and also Rocky Shirelli was another one. And I called it the passion series. And what what's important is that this personal readiness means, you know, in addition to you know, financial readiness, you need to make sure that you're emotionally ready to go because the studies show, and I've seen this with actual examples, you know, in work that we've done is that a, a more business owners than not will end up getting seller's remorse just because um, they, they might not have been ready to really let go uh, emotionally. Um, so personal readiness is, is really a big one, um, even before we talk about financial readiness. But of course, financial readiness is extremely important. <laughs> exactly. And that's really the, we call step three, which is aligning your financial goals. And I have a, a lot of people ask me, uh, it doesn't matter what their profession, what stage of life they're in. They'll say, you know, what do I need to retire? And the, the answer is always really, well, that number is different for everyone. So I have literally worked with people who spend two, three thousand a month, and that's all they need. And I've worked with people who spend fifty thousand a month. So it's a very relative number. But we want to dive in to find out really what is it that you need, um, and, and we call it a freedom point. And 
we actually did a podcast. The listener can go back to, I think it's back in February of 2022, um, number 82, but where we talk about this freedom point and it's really how to identify what it is you need. Because one of the uh, reasons why some a business owner might have remorse after they exit is because they sold and maybe they didn't consider taxes or other things like that, or they really didn't consider healthcare, a number of variables. But you want to make sure you know up front what it is you need. You know, we've we dove into discovery. We've talked about whether or not they're ready. And, and then third part, we've kind of dove into their financial readiness. And then that's where, you know, now we know with those first three steps, you know, really what it is the business owner wants. And that's a lot of work up front, but it's well worth it because step four is really diving into, okay, well, what is the business worth? You know, because if we know what you need, we then want to determine, well, does it match up with what you have? So we usually step in and help them at that point, kind of create a, a business valuation uh, for them. So they at least know what the range is. Uh, so for example, we have this system that we use called biz equity, and I, I kind of call it a Zillow estimate. You know, you might've wanted to know what your house is worth and you go to Zillow or one of these other apps and it kind of gives you a range. It's bit, basically though a starting point because, you know, oftentimes the business owner and the business itself has some very unique things about it, some intellectual property processes, key management team, things like that, that could either, you know, that could make the value higher. And oftentimes though, you know, the business isn't really ready. And as we do the analysis of the business, we find that there's some things that they need to change or adjust or improve in order to really even get to that Zillow value. So the first step is really kind of coming up with that biz equity estimate. And we also, the next step, you know, people might want to do is like hire a CPA or a certified valuation analyst to kind of come in and help too. But usually the first step is really just to get a range because if the, if the, Going back to what you need, if the gap is pretty strong or pretty large between that and what you have, we, then we just need to really focus a lot of time on improving what you have. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's almost like you're talking about like a ballpark figure. That's the start. Exactly. And then it, the the fifth step is really, if it's an option. It's it's not one that we that it always happens, but it's a case where let's say you're pretty close to retirement, you're very sure you want to get out. You're, there's maybe health issues or just burnout, or there's something else you want to do. There's a passion you want to follow. You know, we've had a number of clients sell their business, use the proceeds to create family foundations and things like that. If that's the case and you're close to really where you want to be, the Zillow estimate or the biz equity estimate probably isn't enough. And at this point, some clients are, might want to go out and what they do do what they call a market case study. And that just, or market value study, I apologize. So that just basically says you hire a mergers and acquisition consultant, an M&A consultant, what they call a sales side consultant. It just means that just like if you're selling your home, you know, you might hire an, um, a broker to represent you as the seller in addition to like looking for a place where somebody's representing the buyer. So in this case, you hire a sales side M&A advisor and they really go out and they kind of identify the market and who the potential buyers might be. So again, this is not something that happens all the time. And it really has to be done if somebody's ready because it's a very, it's very detailed process, a lot of time invested. 
Um, so you really have to know you want to get out before you, you go that step also. Mm -hmm. That sounds, it sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then the next one is we call it just a business assessment. And we use a system and actually um, one of the ways I met Lori was um, through this build uh, value builder system. Uh, we both kind of went through the process. She did a lot earlier than I did. I, I do not operate as a, like a value builder certified person. Um, she does, but I'm very familiar with the system. And what the value builder system does is it, it looks your, at your business and it, it identifies eight key uh, drivers of value, let's say. So it could be the fact that, you know, you're, you have all your businesses concentrated in one or two people, one or two clients, or maybe you have key management people where you're too reliant on. There's a number of things that, that val what we call drivers of value that you can focus on. And this is a business, business process where, especially if, if we've gone through the the you know the first steps up above where we've identified what the business valuation is and if the business value is not going to provide what the client needs to maintain their financial independence then this becomes a critical area where we really say all right let's take the next 12 18 24 months and maybe work on one key value driver per month or something like that and really improve the value of the business before get it ready for exit when that time comes so even if you are 10 years from from uh, exiting or even thinking about exiting 15 years to five years, this is really a, a great thing to focus on for business owners because, again, it's stepping back and working on the business as opposed to just focusing on a daily basis in it. And I find when people really go through this process, you just have a lot of aha moments where you're like, okay, that, that makes sense. You know, the business is too reliant on me. Uh, we don't have enough recurring revenue, things like that. So, there's, it's really a great process. I've seen a lot of amazing results, but this is something that's really important, especially if you have the time to improve the value before you exit. So it's not even only about exiting and exit plans. It can be a way to find things to do, you know, work more. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, be more productive. You can be handing out assignments to people that can actually handle them probably, not probably, but potentially better than you could. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so when, when a buyer is looking at your company, they certainly want to see what you did in the past, but th what they really want to see is what your future look like. And if the business relies on you, for example, if you are the cog in the wheel where clients call you all the time, if there's issues, people come to you all the time, then if they buy the business and you still have to be there, um, the business is not worth as much because right. if you exit... Um, you know, who's going to do all that stuff you're doing. So it, it, the theme or the forest view is creating a business that operates almost in spite of you. And, you know, so you could, even if you don't sell it, it means you could take more time off. You can spend more time with family passions and things like that. Absolutely. That sounds like the best plan. Yeah. So once you, again, we've gone through the discovery, we identified if you're ready um, we've looked at your financial goals and what you need, and we've, you know, maybe done a case study, but at the very least done these business assessments. The final step is really looking at what we call, you know, what are the best exit channels? For example, you know, I'm working with a client now, and they've got a uh, family in the business, um, actually three families in the three children in the business, and another client I work with has one, and so the question becomes. 
you know, they would like to transition internally to the key family members. But, you know, in the case of the one business where there's one one key person, one family member in the business, I think they've all determined, including the, the child, that it's not something that they're, they're wanting to do long-term. So and we, I say that because oftentimes, especially in, with a business where it's, it's your pride and joy, it's something you've built, you're emotionally attached, totally understandable. If, if you don't have key internal management, if you don't have family that not only wants it, but is capable of taking it on to the next, you know, the next stage, um, then you need to decide, okay, do I want to look at economic buyers or financial buyers, or maybe do an ESOP or the, all kinds of different options. But this is really where we go through a checklist and just talk about what exit channels are, are options based on what, you know, they, they're, they're looking to do. Um, we look at their growth plans. And then we take all the information I just talked about. And like I said, one of the things that uh, when we have this interview with Lori Barkman, you know, she will kind of offer a little more detail because I've I've seen her do it even in a more thorough way. You have clarity, you know, you have alignment. Uh, worst case, the business owner has a much better idea of what the steps forward are. Because, you know, Wendy, I could tell you that when I talk to business owners, before going through, who haven't gone through any sort of process like this, you know, a lot of times you you grow the business, it provides your livelihood, you like your employees, you like your your, your the work you do, you, you know, you like your clients, but at some point when you're looking to get out, where you the large portion of your balance sheet of your ability to retire, of your ability to be financially independent, is tied up in this business, you almost become trapped. And if you, by going through this process, it gives you kind of clarity and alignment with your goals where you can at least see a path and you have comfort uh, and less stress because you know there's a path for success where, you know, regardless of which path you choose, you can become, you can remain financially independent. You can provide for family, charities, whoever. And it's, it's, a, it's a long process, but I really think that we talk to our clients about really going through the strategic business planning process, and I, I recommend that any listener who wants to do that do the same. And when it comes to clarity and alignment, you even have some great stats that we as people are 80% more likely to achieve our goals if they're written down. So that's where the clarity and alignment is really, really important. Exactly. And that's something that I think everyone hears all the time. And I know I'm a firm believer in that. And I've, I kind of started doing that probably <laughs> to give away how old I am, but back in the late eighties, when I first started doing working in the financial planning uh, field, you know, if you don't have it written down, you don't have a plan. It's not likely you'll achieve anything really. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. So I'll, again, I'll just say that regardless of whether you're in, you, you were looking to exit the business tomorrow, 10 years from now, or you haven't, you know, really put any thought to it yet. It's inevitable. And you, you really need to just, allocate time. And even if you don't go through the formal, you know, strategic business planning process, I just outlined, and you just pick one or two of the key areas, you will be better off. Tim, how can people get in touch with you? So they can always call me at the office at 219-531-4941 or send me an email at tscannell at hightoweradvisors.com. Oh, it was so fun to talk about all this stuff today. And it's our first podcast together. So thank you for having me, Tim. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate everything. Thank you very much. Right. And thank you for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time.
I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the WealthStream podcast. We hope you gained some valuable insight that you can apply to your life and share with others. Please don't forget to subscribe below to be notified when new episodes become available. And don't forget to live greater. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Great Lakes. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Great Lakes is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Some investment professionals may also be registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Associates, LLC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is neither indicative nor a guarantee of future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Hightower Great Lakes and Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates, make no representations or warranties express or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information or for statements or errors or omissions or results obtained from the use of this information. Hightower Great Lakes and Hightower Advisors, LLC, assume no liability for any action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced in the document. Such data and other information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.